This is JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. Welcome to the 2023 NFL season. You can find me on Spotify for podcasters, Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and you can find me, quite frankly, everywhere. You can also check out The Misses, info at heavenlyhairbrand.com, shopneolife.com forward slash F-O-R-R-E-S-T, H-E-A-L-T-H. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. You can check her out at heavenlyhairbrand.com, the actual website, and the newest of all Forest crafts and custom designs the music that you hear from time to time in the beginning of the show as it fades to black is from my 20 year old son that is erigato joey and that is erigato joey at soundcloud.com nails by money in jonesboro georgia or should i say in atlanta georgia look her up on facebook on instagram and that is once again nails by money coming up next another prediction show Whatever the show is, I hope you enjoy it. Stay right there. Don't move. Get your popcorn ready. Everybody stay safe out there. Keep listening. One. Happy Monday. It is October the 16th, 2023, and welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. And on today, I am going to talk to everyone that will take time out to listen to this podcast about the Sunday Night Football game on last night in week six and uh that was a that was a good game that was a good game that game was uh it was fun um unfortunately there were injuries that happened in that football game scary injuries that happened in that football game but uh the game still was it was a good game i thought it was a good game my prediction Buffalo Bills, I thought they would absolutely and totally mop the football field with the New York football giants as it was New York on New York crime, Buffalo, New York versus the New York City Giants, even though they play, as I say so often, in East Rutherford, New Jersey. But it was, in fact, the New York football giants at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills play their football in Northwestern New York, Buffalo, New York, and it is more specifically Orchard Park, New York. And the actual final score was not 41 to 10. It was 41 flipped around. 14 to 9 was the final score. And, you know, early on in the game, I was a little bit disappointed. I really did think that the Buffalo Bills came out a little flat after that uh, overseas loss that I picked them to win in, by the way, in week five over in London. But um, as the game went along, 
And as time in that football game last night went by and as the game got deeper and deeper and as it got later and later, central time, I started to understand, you know what? Josh Allen and Buffalo and the Buffalo Bills have been around for a minute now. Um, as a matter of fact, it was posted up on the game last night on uh, what is that? NBC and Sean McDermott has been around seven seasons. McDermott as the head coach for the Buffalo Bills has been there for so long that Josh Allen was drafted as a rookie there. Now, this information I didn't know, but the information that escaped my mind that I completely and totally forgot about was Tyrod Taylor. Because we all know Daniel Jones got hurt in week five. He didn't start the game on last night. We all know that Tyrod Taylor drafted into the NFL by the Baltimore Ravens from Virginia Tech University. We also know that he was back. He was backing up Joe Flacco for first few seasons of his career. He played in backup in time, in, but he never had really any career starts until he got with the Buffalo Bills. And he was the Buffalo Bills franchise quarterback. He was Sean McDermott's franchise quarterback. So it was a bit of a homecoming for Tyrod Taylor. But long story short, when the game started, it's not that I didn't know that Tyrod Taylor used to be the Buffalo Bills quarterback because I knew he was the Buffalo Bills quarterback. It's just that I kind of sort of forgot how long he was there. Three seasons is a good period of time in the NFL. Uh, You can even argue the way players move around from city to city now, from team to team in the NFL, especially nowadays, players are traded like they're traded in the NBA all the time. You can argue that three years is an eternity. Three seasons is an eternity. And Tyrod Taylor had a lot of accomplishments as the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. So, Buffalo Bills needed to get better at the quarterback position. That was one of the positions that they wanted to get better at. They drafted Josh Allen. They saw in Josh Allen what others did not see. And that's a part of what makes you a successful um, head coach and general manager. Being able to have vision, being able to discern, being able to see the intangibles and the potential that others cannot. And that was seen in Josh Allen. So um, with all of that being said, this is the results of Sunday Night Football. New York Giants at Buffalo Bills. The Giants did lose the game 14 to 9. My prediction was Buffalo beating the Giants 41 to 10. I did have a bounce back Sunday on yesterday. Thank God for that. But there were a lot of games that were unexpectedly upsets and there are no longer any undefeated teams in the NFL. However, I am undefeated on Sunday night football. 
the lunch hour here at the Providence Fix Football Podcast Show. Good afternoon. Once again, it is Monday, October the 16th, 2023. It is 2.30 p.m. The lunch hour once again on the East Coast, Atlantic Eastern Standard Time, 1.30 p.m. Central. It is approximately 12.30, 30 minutes after high noon in the Mountain Time Zone, and it is still morning on the West Coast. Good morning, Pacific Time Zoners, 11.30 a.m. over there. Alaska, good morning. Hawaii, good morning. 10.30 a.m. Alaskan time, and it is approximately 8 30. I'm going to say it again, 8.30 a.m. in the Hawaiian Standard Time Zone, Aloha, Waikiki, Maui, Pearl Harbor Islands, and the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu, all of the Hawaiian Islands. What is up? It is your boy, your guy, giving you a little bit of entertainment during the lunch hour or whenever you listen to this show on a Monday, October the 16th, 2023. Welcome back to the Sunday night football results show or Sunday night football. The results is what I have been going with this season. All right. So going to quickly talk a little bit more about last night's game and a little bit about the things that happened during the daytime on yesterday, week six in the NFL. And once again, going to start with the overall totality of the game before I go into the statistics of the results of the win for the Buffalo Bills on last night. Uh, First and foremost, want to address the scary moment, very scary moment that happened in the game on last night when a former New England Patriot running back, current Denver Bronco running back, Damian Harris was injured um, around his neck area. Uh, of course, it was super quiet in the stadium, super scary. It was super hard to look at because we weren't sure what happened, right, until we saw the replays. And the replays still didn't confirm anything that happened. If anything, it made it scarier. And it was an automatic drawback to the ending of last season where we were all in fear that DeMar Hamlin would not return to us, right? It was, it's the NFL's worst fear. It's DeMar Hamlin's parents' worst fear. And honestly, it's my worst fear. Nobody wants to see that happen to anybody, regardless of how you feel about them, regardless of what you think, right? So at the end of the day, the bottom line is this. That was scary as heck. But we know that DeMar Hamlin, uh, excuse me, not DeMar Hamlin. We know that Damian Harris, excuse me, is okay. Well, we, well, uh, DeMar Hamlin is okay too, thank God. But uh, he was not active for the game on last night. He was inactive for the game last night. He was in streets closed. But I can only imagine what he was thinking of, what was going through his mind, witnessing that happen to one of his teammates. And, uh, you know, the NFL is a vicious sport. It's a violent sport. Uh, it is a fast sport. And you really don't have time as a defender or in a lot of cases, special teams or an offensive player. But I will say a defender more so than um, an offensive player. You don't have that time to say, well, my teammate is going to tackle this guy. You know, I know for certain my teammate got him. He's got him because a lot of the times you literally look at your teammate, get ready to tackle an offensive player and you think the play is over with and that player is just so agile and 
just has such an amazing center of gravity. Uh, Mr. Pacheco at running back for the Kansas City Chiefs is a perfect example currently of a player that I would refer to that is just really hard to bring down. Tough, violent, aggressive, well-balanced, agile runner balance something that I currently in all honesty don't have from time to time my right knee will go out on me and I will lose my balance however getting back on track you have to make certain that you get the offensive player down make sure that they're tackled make sure that they're down make sure that the play is over and a lot of times as a teammate you don't have the time to uh, think otherwise and just assume I guess is the point that I'm getting at that your teammate has tackled the offensive player. So a lot of times these injuries happen with friendly fire. A lot of times these injuries happen because it's just, again, a violent physical sport. And sometimes we're hit awkwardly. Sometimes players are hit in an awkward way. It's not intentional. It's never intentional, you know? So, and let me draw back on the last statement. You can tell the intention, uh, but the majority of the time, it is the intention to just simply bring the player down. And that was a scary moment. And um, the reason why I was let down early on in the game is because I really thought Buffalo was just going to come out and lay the wood down. But to close out on my previous point that I was beginning to make, Everybody's coming for the Buffalo Bills. It doesn't matter that Buffalo has not been to the Super Bowl in the last few years, even though they've gotten seriously close. It does not matter that the Buffalo Bills did not make it deeper into the postseason than just the divisional playoff round last season. It does not matter that they have not been in the AFC Championship game for the last three, four, five years against the Kansas City Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals. None of that matters. They are one of the premier teams in the league. They will continue to be one of the premier teams in the league as long as Josh Allen is there. And it's going to be seriously difficult to stop these guys. And everybody's gunning for them. You know, and the Giants players, they get paid a paycheck to play football as well. They're paid for their work as well. And not only that, even if they weren't getting paid, simple fact that you don't want to get blown out by these guys. You don't want to get beat badly by these guys. You don't want to get embarrassed by these guys in prime time you don't want that to happen so with that being said the Giants opened up a defensive can of whoop you know what last night and I thought the Giants were going to win that football game. Now, my prediction was Buffalo 41 to 10, but I'm still a Miami Dolphins fan. So not only was I rooting to be right, but I was also rooting that the Giants would have upset these guys. I wouldn't have had a problem with that. I'm not going to lie. Being a Miami Dolphins fan, you know, I am as unbiased as I can be. On this podcast show, I tell the truth all the time, but at the end of the day, uh, yeah, I was hoping that the Giants could have made the upset. But when the last play of the game happened 
I found myself cheering <laughs> because right now the only primetime night that I am undefeated in is Sunday night football. And I am now 6-0 on Sunday night. Um, Thursday night football, I am 4-2. and two. Um, And then Monday night football, I am 6-1 and one with a game still to be played later on tonight. Looking forward to that. Uh, last Monday was very crazy and all kinds of just loco. And I was just thrown all over the place. Not expecting to happen. What happened last week overall was crazy. And uh, yeah, not in a bad way, but it was just seriously weird uh, last Monday. And I watched the game last Monday between the Green Bay Packers and the Las Vegas Raiders. But I also was not able to really hone in and focus in on it because of the circumstances that evolved uh, late uh Monday afternoon last week so I know for certain that's not going to be happening today thank God and uh, yeah looking forward to the game on tonight speaking of which that game on tonight uh, if I'm not mistaken is the Dallas Cowboys 3-2 and two at the 2-2 two and two Los Angeles Chargers and with that being said first quarter second quarter third quarter the Giants literally dominated the Buffalo Bills it was three to nothing at the end of the first quarter, three to nothing at the end of the second quarter. There was no score after halftime. Halftime adjustments was made by both teams. There was in quarter and in game adjustments made, but for Buffalo, nothing happened. Buffalo didn't score their first points of the game until the fourth and final quarter of the game, and that's the point of the NFL. As long as there's time on that clock, as long as you have time to score, there you go. You got it. You're gonna win the game. That's if you can get more points than your opponent. And the Giants made it interesting. They even got a field goal in the fourth quarter as well to have nine points. But Buffalo got a couple of touchdowns. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, I believe they had gotten uh, a two-point conversion as well within those two touchdowns to total those 14 points. And... um, It was a crazy game. Uh, There was a fight, a fracas. I like to say every once in a while broke out in the third quarter between the teams. There were like three separate uh, fracases going on at one time. That was sort of kind of cool to uh, witness that. And uh, you just had a lot of old school Super Bowl type of feelings as you were watching that game on last night, at least I did. I'm old enough to remember the Whitney Houston Super Bowl with Buffalo in New York. And that game on last night, yeah, it was real, really, really hectic. Uh, you felt it. And uh, you, you got to win. You got to win. You got to win when you have an opportunity to win. The season does not last forever. It does fly by before you know it. You're either in the middle of the pack, scratching and fighting and clawing, trying to stay alive, or you're at the bottom of the totem pole and you are trying to work your way back up. But every time you try to work your way up, somebody is on top of you and they kick you in the face and you lose your balance. You lose your sight and you fall off the totem pole back to the bottom 
of the mountain. And that's where the New York football giants are right now. New York football giants are one in five now on the season. And the Buffalo Bills, they were desperate as well. They had to win that game on last night. Why? Even though they have beaten my Miami Dolphins a couple of weeks ago, they lost to the Jaguars. They almost lost last night. They have weaknesses in their team. Weaknesses that the Cincinnati Bengals saw and they took full advantage of in the divisional playoff round last January in the last tournament. The Bills had to win last night because the Miami Dolphins are 5-1. and one, And the Dolphins just keep winning. And this is going to be the first year it's looking like the Buffalo Bills do not win that, the, that AFC East division. But it's still really, really too soon to tell that. Um, 14-9 was the final. 21st downs for the Giants. 11 of the 20 through the air. 5 of the 20 on the ground. Buffalo Bills defense made four mistakes that awarded the New York Giants offense first downs. 22 first downs for the Buffalo Bills. 12 of the 22 through the air. 7 of the 22 on the ground. And then there were three mistakes made by the New York Giants defense that awarded the Buffalo Bills offense uh, three first downs. 19 third downs for the New York Giants. 19 third downs for the New York Giants. 19 ball control they dominated if I'm not mistaken time of possession let me confirm that before even though I already said it out of my mouth uh yeah they didn't necessarily dominate it but they had a good two three minutes or more minutes time of possession than the Buffalo Bills 31 minutes and 24 seconds and here's the best thing about the game last night for the Giants you got to take some positives away from this close loss They did not have any turnovers, no fumbles, no interceptions thrown by Tyrod Taylor. Clean, efficient game. However, the mistake at the end of the half, that really cost them. Really cost them. Cost them points. They were out of timeouts. They needed to score something to have an increased lead. If they had got some points on the board, if it was 9-0 at the end of the first half, That would have been a more difficult mountain for the Buffalo Bills to conquer if it was 9-0 at the half. That faulty wiring and not executing really allowed the Buffalo Bills to stay in the game. And when when you have Josh Allen and when you have Stephon Diggs, you're going to always be in the game. Always. Let's just come out and say that now. 10 of 19 on third downs. 19 third downs, 10 of those converted. Two fourth downs, only one converted for the Giants. 73 total plays, 317 total yards. 10 total drives. Average uh, yards per play, 4.3 for the New York football Giants. 12 third downs, 6 converted. That's also great for the Buffalo Bills, but that just goes to show you how much longer the Giants offense was on the field compared to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense. Giants defense was spectacular on last night. Buffalo Bills, 59 total plays for 297 total yards. One total drive less than the Giants, nine. And then Buffalo Bills did average at least a yard more per play, 5.0. Two turnovers. And this is another reason why the Buffalo Bills should have lost the game. A fumble loss and an interception thrown. 
28 minutes, 36 seconds time of possession. A lot of penalties in this game. Besides the inexecution for the Giants. Nine penalties. Nine for a loss of 65 yards. Seven penalties for the Buffalo Bills for a loss of 51 yards. Just a real messy game for both of these teams. And the mistakes by the Giants is what kept the Buffalo Bills in the football game. You're talking about a team that got off to a slow start last year statistically and performance-wise, but they were still winning football games. And then they went on a stretch where they, you know, they battled, you know, they they struggled, they screwed around in some games that they shouldn't have won and they won those. They screwed around in some games that they shouldn't have won and they didn't win them. And this is what I tell people about teams like the Giants that made it to the postseason in a first-year head coach's tenure. A lot of those weaknesses in that second year is going to be exposed because a lot of the tendencies and things of that nature are not going to be changed up from that second year. Because here's the here's the thought process. We made it to the postseason a year before. We had a winning record. However, we had a lot of losses as well. And not only did we have a lot of losses, but there were a lot of mistakes that we made in games in those losses. And that can eventually come back to bite us in the butt. Now, with that being said, because we won, because we made it to the postseason, guess what? There's going to be a lot of things that we're not going to change up. A lot of things we're not going to change up. And I believe that's part of the mistake that the Buffalo Bills, or beg your pardon, not the Buffalo Bills, that the New York football giants made going into this season because they made it to the postseason because there were a lot of things that they didn't change up. It's coming back to bite them right now. Not only that, they had the Saquon Barkley issue. They got that squared away at the stroke of midnight. And it was it, it, it had a capabilities of being just a huge mess. And then not only that, he's been hurt. Some NFL franchises, there are players you just cannot have off the team with an injury. And then some NFL franchises, they can get by without specific players that are not uh, that are key players, but you can get by with them being hurt. It's kind of hard to get by without Saquon Barkley. And then in this situation, it's kind of hard to get by without Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. However, Tyrod Taylor, 24 for 36, 200 yards passing, 5.6 was the average per. He didn't throw a touchdown. He didn't throw an interception. He was sacked three times last night for a loss of 15 yards, a quarterback rating of 50.5, an overall rating of 80.8. Barkley, 24 carries for 93 yards. He averaged 3.9 yards per carry. The Giants as a team, 34 carries, 132 rushing yards, 3.9 was the uh, yardage per carry. Uh, Darius Slayton, 4 for 69. Wondell Robinson, 8 for 62. There was not a touchdown pass in the game on last night, uh, as you would expect. Buffalo Bills defense was solid as well, but I can argue the Giants defense played a lot better uh, when they weren't making mistakes. Uh, 19 for 30 for Josh Allen, 
169, 5.6 was the average per. Wow, the same as Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Josh Allen did not get sacked on last night. He threw two touchdown passes, one interception. Uh, and I would argue if he threw more than two touchdown passes, it would have been uh, a blowout. It would have slowly set the Buffalo Bills up to the point where, okay, they're starting to pull away. We can't catch up with them no matter what we do. And it would have ended up being a f- f- uh, 20, uh, 40 to 9 final, uh, f- uh, 39 to uh, 19 final, somewhere around there. But Bill's offense just could not overcome the absolute amazement of an execution of the Giants defense on last night. James Cook, 14 for 71. He averaged 5.1 yards per carry. Trying to be like his big brother. 29 carries for the Buffalo Bills as a team. 128 yards uh, rushing, averaging 4.4 per. And you want to average at least four yards per carry when you're running the football. You want to average at least six yards or more passing the football. Uh, Stephon Diggs averaged 10 per catch last night. 10 receptions for 100 yards uh, through the air. Uh, Unexpected heroes for the Bills on last night. Touchdown passes to tight end backup Titan Quentin Morris. Number 85 for the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills wore their Christmas red jerseys and pants on last night and socks very colorful very bright that's another reason why i enjoyed the game last night reminded me of christmas all over again uh even though we have not had halloween or thanksgiving yet and then of course the giants were in their throwback uh legacy or old school uniforms whatever you want to call them with their throwback uh helmets it was a really cool game on last night uh buffalo still had those white helmets though if it was an all-out legacy game Buffalo Bills would have had on their old red Buffalo Bills helmets from the Super Bowl uh, teams in the 90s for the Bills. And uh, Deontay Hardy, the former New Orleans Saint, used his speed, get around the edge. He got a receiving touchdown as well. Gabe Davis fumbled on last night, lost it. Tyrod Taylor fumbled on last night. He recovered it. Micah McFadden, inside linebacker for the G-Men, recovered Gabe Davis's fumble on last night. Bobby Okorake, the former Indianapolis Colt, is a beast. And the Colts made a huge mistake letting this kid go. 11 total tackles, 8 solo, 2 tackles for a loss, 2 pass defense. This kid is rounding fully into form. Again, Micah McFadden had that interception last night. Giants defense was lit on last night. Teron Johnson, Terrell Bernard. Johnson, 15 total tackles, 9 solo. Bernard, 12 total tackles, 9 solo. Dorian Williams, 10 total tackles, 6 solo for the Buffalo Bills on last night. Teron Johnson, the slot defensive back, had a pass defense as well. Terrell Bernard, the inside linebacker, taking over for Tremaine Edmonds. He is now a Chicago Bear. Dub Bears! Uh, he had three tackles for a loss last night and then a quarterback hit for Dorian Williams. This has been the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Sunday Night Football, the results. My prediction, Buffalo 41, Giants 10, and the actual final score was Buffalo 14 and the Giants 9. Uh, on yesterday, I went 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, I went seven and one, two, three, four, five. I went seven and five on yesterday in the daytime, by the way. And Baltimore, thank you. 
You did not let me down. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. With the Sunday night football game on last night, I went eight and five. And with Thursday night football right now, I am nine and five in week six. So hopefully the team that I predicted to win tonight will do that. They will accomplish just that. Uh, Monday Night Football Prediction Show. You can still listen to that. It is only 257 Eastern, 157 Central. The game does not kick off until later on tonight at 815 Eastern. So you got plenty of time to listen to that prediction show. Once again, my prediction, Buffalo 41, Giants 10. I'll talk more about the totality of week six on tomorrow with the Monday Night Football. The results. Everybody stay safe out there. One.